Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good Soil Podcast, where the Word of God meets ears, minds, and hearts, and by His grace grows a great harvest. I'm Aaron Fesmeyer, pastor of York Evangelical Free Church, right here at the crossroads of the Midwest, York, Nebraska. I am grateful you've joined me today. Today, we are moving to the non-Pauline letters of our New Testament. That is, they're not written by Paul. And we begin with a beefy, amazing one, the letter to the Hebrews. Now, this is one of those letters where we don't know who wrote it. Some theorize it was the Apostle Paul, but we really don't know. What we do know is that whoever this is, they know the Old Testament scriptures really well. So it was likely a Hebrew writing to Hebrews. So the writer moves through every book of the Torah. That is the first five books of Moses. That's the first five books in our Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And he does several things as he does that. He highlights the rest that was secured because God rested from his works. He highlights that Jesus follows in the order of a really mysterious guy named Melchizedek. He highlights God's design from the true heavenly tabernacle and the eternally sufficient blood of atonement. This is a huge deal. And that's tied with Jesus being superior to and the aim and the fulfillment of the entire Levitical worship system. And that believers are to heed warnings similar to those given for Israel in the wilderness and confirmations of both warnings and teachings in the Old Testament. There are dozens, dozens of references in this book from the five books alone. And there are other references, including from the wisdom literature and the prophets. So, yes, it covers our whole Old Testament. So, don't let that intimidate you. But if you know some Old Testament, it will be helpful for you as you read this. But what we need to know is that this letter was written for two purposes. First and foremost, it is to display that Jesus the Christ is greater than all. Greater than the angels, greater than the Mosaic Code, greater than the sacrifices, greater than everything. And in light of this reality, we who believe him should, as it commands us in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 2, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Glory of Christ first, faithfulness and joyful living of his saints second. So the writer of Hebrews goes to great lengths to emphasize Jesus as this new and greater high priest. Christ is to be understood this way as chapter 8 verse 6 says, Having obtained a ministry that is as much more excellent than the old as the covenant he mediates is better since it is enacted on better promises. In other words, his priesthood, which is after the order of Melchizedek, you'll see that several times in the letter, his priesthood signifies that the Mosaic covenant is fulfilled and the new covenant is now in effect. 
This new covenant is inaugurated with, not with lamb's blood, blood, bull's blood, goat's blood, that can't forgive sins. This new covenant is not inaugurated with Christ's blood, which is sufficient. And because it's sufficient, no more blood is to be shed because his perfect sacrifice has inaugurated this new covenant. And this covenant is the one that stands in effect forever with Christ as the eternal high priest. Additionally, this writer displays Christ's priesthood as that which should encourage the hearers and the readers of this letter to, as it says in chapter 4, verse 16, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. He is a high priest who, as Hebrews 2, 18 says, himself has suffered when tempted. He is able to help those who are being tempted, who, as Hebrews 4 verse 15 says, who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin, thus is able to become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, as chapter 2 verse 17 says, on our behalf. And he also, as Hebrews 7 verse 25 says, always lives to make intercession for his people. This is incredible. And because of this incredible Jesus, the lives of believers should be striving to enter his rest, as it says in Hebrews 4, to grow in the knowledge of him who is their high priest and to persevere in the midst of trials. And we're given not only the picture of Christ, we're given a great cloud of witnesses who lived by faith. And one of the things that drove them and should drive us, that the writer reminds us, is the promise of a the, rather, the city that is yet to come, a kingdom that cannot be shaken for all who trust this faithful high priest. Now, this is a short introduction to a beefy book, but I want you to jump into it and listen to what it has to say way more than me talking about it. So as we start this book, let me pray for us as we receive God's word in the letter to the Hebrews. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read this letter that we would see and appreciate and look to and worship our high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to understand the terminology and some of the symbols from the Old Testament that we may not be familiar with. Help us, Lord, um, as a result of this letter, to persevere and grow in you. Thank you for calling us to enter your rest instead of leaving us to strive and struggle in futility on our own. Lord, we pray that you would guide us by your Holy Spirit. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Good Soil Podcast. I'm enjoying reading the Bible with you. It is so good. Let me encourage you. Keep reading. His voice is worth hearing. Until I talk with you next, may God reap a great harvest in our midst as his word grows in good soil. Soil.